Hello, hello, it's Belen Diaz and this is The Evolve Show. And today we're gonna to be talking about something really important and this is immune system. So if you don't know if your immune system is healthy, it can be showing up like if you're feeling tired or depressed or things like this that you don't realize. It might be just a lack of nutrients on your body or that something is not working right. So for this reason, we have bring our expert today. She is a nutritionist and her name is Heather. Heather is a nutritionist, personal trainer, and the founder of Nutrition Vixen. She helps women with autoimmune disease who feel defeated go from surviving to thriving. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I'm really glad that we were able to have an opportunity to finally get together. I know I had some cancellations on my part, and I apologize for that, but I'm glad we were able to make it finally happen. Yeah, totally. It's just a pleasure to have you here and to be part of this summit, so it's great. I was gonna ask you, why don't you start telling us a little bit about you and your business so the audience can learn yeah. about yourself? Absolutely. So my name is Heather Duranja. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. I'm also a personal trainer and have a master's in cognitive behavioral therapy. So I really practice the whole mind, body, soul concept. Um, we can't have one without the other. They're all intercorrelated. And so um, I basically reverse engineered the process that I had to take myself through over the last 25 years. I got diagnosed with a kidney disease when I was 18 years old. And at that time, I could not get health insurance ended up being told by doctors that I was going to need dialysis or transplant within five years. That did not sound like a viable option for me being as young as I was, um, having recently started a family and not having health insurance, I needed to basically be proactive. So that's where my pursuit for knowledge began. And, um, it took me a long time to get where I'm at. And so over the last 25 years of trial and error, I've pretty much taken a lot of the main components and reverse engineered the process of what is going to yield individuals the results that they desire in the fastest way. And so luckily my, um, pain and trials and tribulations did not go in vain. I was able to take those incidences and use them in a way that others could benefit and learn from. So I absolutely love what I do. Um, I work with women who have autoimmune diseases specifically. Um, those tend to be some of my favorite clients because they have the usually more challenging circumstances and are desperate to feel better. I myself fall into that category and know firsthand the trials and tribulations of dealing with autoimmune disease. And um, in our Western medicine, it can be really challenging for individuals who suffer from autoimmune disease um, to be able to get the answers that they need in order to feel better. So I use that whole mind, body, soul approach to be able to actually address the issues at the core and be able to come up with realistic solutions that are going to benefit them, but also align with their lifestyle. So 
mm. pretty much setting them up for success. That's so great. And I was curious, like, would you mind to explain a little bit about autoimmune diseases? Because some people, if they haven't had any um, issues or any circumstances about it, probably they don't even know what it is. So that way they can know a little bit about it. So autoimmune disease is basically a disease in which the body cannot recognize the difference between itself and what it thinks is a foreign attack. So like some sort of virus or bacteria. Um, I'll give myself as an example. So I got diagnosed with a kidney disease called IgA nephropathy. And what this disease is, is that my body when protein is filtering through my kidneys, my kidneys, my immune system cannot differentiate between the protein that I'm eating and the protein that my kidneys are actually made of. So it starts attacking all of it and destroying the function of the kidney. So we have other diseases like um, celiac disease, which specifically attacks the digestive tract, the small intestine. We have Crohn's and colitis, which typically um, attack the large intestine. We have um, fibromyalgia, which attacks our muscular system and nervous system. We have um, things such as, um, let's see, oh gosh, there's so many different ones. Um, but typically any, any of our body organs can develop an autoimmune disease. Women tend to be higher risk for having susceptibility of autoimmune disease development. And that's typically because women are um, under more stress. They don't deal with stress as easily as men do. Women tend to have a more difficult time with turning stressors off where men tend to you know, leave the situation, they forget and they let it go. Women, we ponder, we circulate, we overthink it, and that typically is um, one of the big contributors to developing autoimmune diseases. Yeah, that I help? Think, yeah, totally. Yeah, that was very clear. I think it's very important uh, to bring this subject uh, to the summit or in general for any conversation. So mm -hmm. I think it's something is really invisible you don't know something is not working right in your body until it's attacking different other things. So because right. I had also some kind of like celiac um, okay. intolerance and I was, I didn't have a clue, you uh -huh. know, so I had a healthy living and everything, but then I just live with it, you know, and I was like bloating all the time. I didn't feel energetic. And then, yeah, it's one of those things where we say, like, you, if you don't feel good with your body and yourself, right. the Absolutely. rest is not working. And it's so interesting because nobody really teaches about this. Right. So it's great that professionals like you are explaining and are here to support people about it. I think it's fabulous that you bring this um, as part of the summit, especially when it comes to confidence. And as you mentioned, you know, you did not know that the bloating and the discomfort that you were experiencing in your abdomen was associated with specific foods that you were eating. And 
when we're fatigued and we're tired, it really does have a negative impact on our overall confidence because we're just not, we're not feeling like our normal selves. And so what I, what I notice happens a lot with women who get these kind of diagnoses is that they get the diagnosis and they attach themselves to the diagnosis. And so it really diminishes their confidence and their, their ability to believe that they are more than just the diagnosis or the disease. They become so attached to it that they actually reformulate the whole way they think about what their future is going to bring them. They literally make choices and decisions that are based off of the diagnosis and the disease instead of being more intuitive and listening to their body and allowing what their body is telling them to dictate what their possibilities are. So um, with the women that I work with, we really do a lot of mindset work because so more often than less, they're so attached to the diagnosis and the disease that they forget that there's so much more than just that diagnosis yeah, or yeah. disease. And their potential is, you know, sky is the limit if we believe that we can truly achieve anything we can. But more often than less, these diagnoses get in the way for a lot of people. Yeah, and that brings me to one thing that I read on your website that I think is it's brilliant. You say, like, I'm bringing women from surviving to thriving. Yes. So that is just... Absolutely. And, and that's the truth, especially when it comes to autoimmune disease. A lot of times women are literally just scraping themselves off the bed, trying to get to the bathroom to brush their teeth, get dressed, go to work, take care of their families. And then they crawl back home, crawl back in bed, and then they have to hit repeat and do it all over again. So they literally are in a state of survival mode. And so I really focus on trying to find ways that we can take them from surviving and allow them to actually thrive in their normal everyday circumstances by just changing a few different things that are realistic for whatever their circumstance might be. That might be the way that they're exercising. It might be the, the nutrition that they're using. It might be the way that they're caring for their, their gut. It could be um, their sleep or hydration. There's so many different components that create the bigger picture. And so everybody is different. Not, you know, it's not a one size fit all type of program. It's a very individualized program for your specific circumstances. Yeah, like everybody's different. Yeah, everybody. So what will be signals or things to pay attention to uh, for the audience, like to be like, oh, maybe I should check on this or I should start to work in my nutrition? What will be signs? Because I mean, normally you feel okay is what I say. Like for me, it was my normal day, but right. then I was like, well, because I was curious about it, <laughs> you know, I look for uh, resources or help, but what will be something? So I think what I'm going to say might shock a few people, but the reality is most of the population is sick and tired and they're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And when they go to the doctor, the doctor says to them, 
this is just part of the aging process. You know, low energy, not having any kind of sex drive, experiencing depression and anxiety and having digestive problems, um, being fatigued all the time, not sleeping well, having very low energy. They call it part of the aging process. And the reality is that's bullshit. It is not the way we are supposed to age. So I have literally bought 25 quality years on my life. And I tell people all the time that I literally am my biggest form of marketing because most people, when they meet me, they're like, my God, your energy levels are so high. You look so youthful. You know, I have a very optimistic outlook. Um, I don't have the aches and pains that most people complain of. Mm -hmm. So the reality is, is that we can take control of our circumstances and reverse the aging process very easily. So I've got, my oldest daughter is going to be turning 24 and her and I laugh because I'm wow, like, girl. I'm 24, I, you know, I'm like, I still feel 24. And she's like, I know mom, you still look 24. And so it's kind of funny because I literally have been able to take, take the way that most of Western medicine views aging and completely smash that and say, this is not really the way we're supposed to age. I should have had a kidney transplant or dialysis, you know, 20 plus years ago. And through my lifestyle practices, I have been able to completely stop all of that from happening and I feel very fortunate and I want other people to wake up in the morning jump out of bed be excited about the day that awaits them feel optimistic feel confident as they step onto the floor and start to go about their day um, with lots of energy and lots of optimism and yeah that is so important I think it's just brilliant that people like you are like has so much knowledge and also what you say, like a, like conventional medicine, it's very different. Let's leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they maybe try to solve a problem, but if you work in your nutrition and your health and your mind, mm -hmm. then maybe you don't need that. Exactly. In the future. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I have a specific client who came to me a couple of years ago. And when her and I started working together, she was only 25 years old. And she was suffering from seven different diagnoses, depression, anxiety. And she was on 27 different medications. And we were able to get her off of all of her medications except for her immunosuppressant. That's the only one she still takes. She was able to lose 30 pounds in the process. Her confidence went through the roof. She discovered all of these new passions that she never even knew that she had. And she goes about her life now with, you know, confidently achieving the different goals that she never in a million years dreamt that she would be able to actually go after. And so for me, it's really rewarding to be able to help young girls like herself be able to achieve something completely different than the, what they ever expected for themselves because of these unfortunate diagnoses. Just because you get diagnosed does not mean that that is your actual fate. You can change that. Yeah, and you can change your mind to feel more positive about it too. Yeah, absolutely.
The reality is, and, and this might be some shocking information for your audience, but everything truly begins with our thoughts. And when we have a negative thought, so let's use women as an example. We walk past the mirror, we see a glimpse of ourselves and we're like, oh God, oh, you know, I don't like that. Or when did you, God, you gotta lose weight. And we start talking really nasty to ourselves in a very disapproving way. We feel that shame, we feel that guilt that we're not good enough. And the second that we elicit that thought, it contributes to a hormonal cycle called our fight or flight. When that fight or flight system is turned on, we are literally allocating all of our resources just to neutralize the pH of our blood. When we have the negative thought and the stress cycle gets turned on, it causes our blood to become more acidic. When the blood is more acidic, that puts survival of our brain, our heart, and our lungs at risk. We literally are now in survival mode. So we're allocating all of our resources just to be able to stabilize the pH of our blood. And so over time, when we're constantly having all of these disapproving thoughts about ourselves, we literally are diminishing our ability to heal and repair our body, our ability to digest food appropriately, which puts us at risk of having um, leaky gut and other digestive disorders. It makes it very challenging for us to metabolize nutrients. So we become insulin resistant, puts us at higher increase of developing diabetes and being able to lose weight. There's a plethora infertility because hormones aren't being utilized the way that they should be. So it's really a domino effect and it all starts with the thoughts that we're having. So I personally feel that more of us value doing things like changing our diet and changing our exercise regimen. But the reality is if we can put our energy and efforts into the thoughts that we have on a regular basis, that in itself will allow our bodies to optimize the nutrition and exercise that we are utilizing on a regular basis. So that kind of helps with increasing the longevity and vitality so that we can truly achieve our goals and live our best life. Yeah, that's so true. And it's like so valuable because it's like what you say is like, it's not just like, oh, eat healthy and do exercise. There is so much going on before that, what you were saying, like mindset. And also with like healthy eating, we come to the same. Like if there is some if foods that are not good for yourself, like you're not working in the right direction. Right, yeah. Definitely. I, I definitely encourage anyone who is struggling with their energy levels, the way that their digestive function is, um, if they're having issues, then I encourage them to definitely find someone like myself who does specialize not only in the um, nutrition component, but really have the understanding of the psychology behind why we make the choices that we do, because that's where we're going to be able to really problem solve and get the answers that are needed in order to design an approach that's going to be realistic and yield the biggest benefits for you. Yeah, and we'll have your website and all your information too for the audience so you guys can contact Heather 
for any questions. So if you guys want to see her programs or things like that, because I think it might help to a lot of us. So Heather, to finish with the conversation, would you like to give us some tips uh, to feel better, more energetic, or what would be like the first step to work okay. on? No one's gonna like my no one's gonna like my answer, but it it is the reality, okay? Most of us, especially being women, we set expectations that are too high and are unachievable. So I am a firm believer in setting very small goals so that we can build our self-efficacy, that belief in ourselves that we can actually do something and achieve it. So when it comes to being able to truly boost our self-confidence, like for instance, I'll give you this example. Let's say that you're the yo-yo dieter and every Monday you're like, okay, I'm starting the diet on Monday and I'm going to do it this week. And then by Monday afternoon, you're already caving and going to the vending machine and getting the soda and a candy bar. You're breaking the contract to yourself because the goal that you have set is not realistic for your circumstances right now. So when you're constantly breaking that contract with yourself, your belief in yourself is constantly being diminished, which ultimately has a negative impact on your overall self-confidence, that ability to believe that you can actually achieve something. So my advice to anyone is this, really evaluate the expectation you have right now for yourself. And I encourage you, whatever that goal might be, make it a little bit smaller. So for instance, let's use water as an example. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the entire population is chronically dehydrated. So if you are like, oh man, I need to drink more water. Instead of running out and grabbing the 128 ounce gallon of water and saying, okay, I've got to drink this today, have one glass. And as you slowly start to get used to having one glass of water a day, it'll become two. And as you get used to having two, it becomes three. And you slowly increase your ability to constantly be hydrated. What happens when someone drinks 128 ounces of water from going from hardly any water to that much water? You're going to be urinating every 30 seconds, and that's super inconvenient. Nobody has time for that. But the reality is we have hormones that control our fluid balance and they need time to adjust to the amount of water that we're drinking. That's why I slowly encourage individuals to increase that over a week or a couple of weeks rather than a matter of hours if you want to truly be consistent and achieve the goal. I love this one because it's totally going to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need to drink. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to drink. <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Great so advice, the, Heather. <laughs> so I have a really fabulous hydration guide that I'm more than happy to give your audience. So I will send you a link to that where they can sign up for that guide and it will give them some tips on how they can stay hydrated in a realistic way. But yes. Hydration um, is key for everything. For everybody. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for all this information. It was a pleasure to have you here and to talk to you. Such a pleasure. I truly appreciate the invitation and having the opportunity to introduce myself and my concepts to your audience. 
I think that everyone will benefit from just one small change. So hopefully everyone will walk away today with being a little bit more realistic about the goals that they're going to set when it comes to their health and wellness and being able to achieve confidence. That's great. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Bye.